friends don't dance And if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine See, we can go where we want to Place where they will never find And we can act like we come from out of this world Leave the real one far behind Real neat from our hearts to our feet Then surprise them with a victory cry Say, we can act if we want to If we don't, nobody will And you can act real rude and totally removed And I can act like an imbecile Say, we can dance, we can dance Everything's out of control We can dance, we can dance We're doing it from all to all We can dance, we can dance Everybody look at your hands We can dance We can dance, everybody's taking the chance Safe to dance, oh, it's safe to dance Yes, yeah, safe to dance We can dance if we want to We've got all your life in mind We abuse it, never gonna lose it Everything will work out right I say, we can dance if we want to We can leave your friends behind Because your friends don't dance And if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine I say, we can dance, we can dance Everything's out of control We can dance, we can dance We're doing it from pole to pole We can dance, we can dance Everybody look at your hands We can dance We can dance, everybody's making a chance Well, it's safe to dance Yes, it's safe to dance Well, it's safe to dance Well, it's safe to dance Yes, it's safe to dance It's safe to dance Yeah
you know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I can, like, teach you everything you need to know to be good at fighting before 3 o'clock. But if I am to train you, I need your total commitment. Total. I need to know that you're willing to do whatever it takes. Everything. No matter how difficult. Yes. To kick this guy's ass. Damn right. Otherwise, I'm not going to waste my time. <laughs> I think that's what they said to the Texas Rangers, baby. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to a Monday edition of the Arnie State Show. Woo! Game one in the books. And the beloved, almighty Texas Rangers are up one game to nil. I'm telling you, Scott Stapp, you are welcome in this state anytime, my friend. Oh, that game, oh. Look, this weekend, I got to tell you, good morning, ass family. I, I, we, we got a lot to get to. I'm going to update you on the weekend. Um, my weekend of sports sucked this weekend because the Longhorns were off. And then the Cowboys play tonight. Thank God I had a Ranger game on last night. But, no, I, 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 I needed distractions because all I could think about was the Ranger game all day. Verlander against Montgomery. Hey, hey, Justin Verlander, your wife, Kate Upton, she's overrated. Just like you. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm going to game three. I'll be at game three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, if, you, if you're wondering, I'll be there. Oh, I'll be there in full Ranger regalia. And there's a chance that Scherzer's pitching. Oh, my lucky stars. Oh, man. Woof. Oh, man. So, needless to say, didn't watch a lot of sports. Uh, there's one thing I did do, um, and Christopher, I, I gave Christopher the weekend off. He didn't have to do any movies. I don't know if he's here yet or not. You fucking There whore. he is. I see Christopher oh, here. Yeah, that's it. Go home. Get my dinner ready. Christopher, I'm thinking about, I, I, I was thinking about you, and I think we need a, I don't know if you'd be okay with this or not, your new walk-up music. Being something like this. Mexican Americans don't like to just get into gang fights. They like flowers and music and white girls named Debbie too. What do you think? I mean, one more time for you, Christopher. I mean, Mexican Americans don't like to just get into gang fights. They like flowers and music and white girls named Debbie too. That, that's totally you, Christopher. I can see that being your walk-up music. But, hey, it's up to you. It's up to you. Um, but Christopher is a, 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 an all-world, I mean, a, a sensation around the world reviewing movies. And we're lucky enough to have him as part of the Ass family. Um, but he he took this weekend off, and, and I took the reins. And uh, <sighs> because my wife is a Swifty. Yes, that's right. Braddy Kid is a Swifty. We decided to see the Taylor Swift movie, the the Eras tour, uh, on Friday, the day it was supposed to come out. She let it go an extra day. Well, she asked me after the movie, 
or, or, or Saturday, she goes, uh, do you do you think Taylor will be number one? And I, I said, well, she made $39 million yesterday. I said, the Expendables, the weekend it came out, it made $8 million all weekend. Taylor made 39 on Friday. They will know the final numbers today, and if it is a certain number, she will have broken October's box office record of Joker at $96.2 million because they're saying between 95 and $97 million the Eras Tour made this weekend. That doesn't seem very loud. That was weird. Um, so, yes, Brady Kid, that will be the number. No- it, it is the number one movie. By the way, highest grossing uh, concert film of all time. I got to say, let, let me give you my quick review on it. I, I did a review online. It's a concert movie, so if you like the artist, you'll love the movie. Brad Kid loved every second of it. Look, Taylor Swift is it, her music. Some of her music I like. I'll admit it. Some of her music I I don't I I, I don't I, I don't find it catchy. But for three hours, that woman goes on stage and sings and dances and and works her ass off. Not a whole lot of bullshit in between songs, and I got nothing but respect for that. What an entertainer. Bravo to her. So, uh, yeah, saw that movie this weekend, and yikes. That was three hours. But made Braddy Kid happy. That's all I cared about. Uh, Let's get to the good morning, shall we? First guy here today, hockey player. (laughs) Says happy Monday, ass family. Well, happy Monday to you, Chuck. I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? Yes, he is. He is something. He says, good morning, ass family. Hope you all have a good uh, Monday as you can for being a Monday. Indeed. V Coop in the house. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He says, it's Monday, a great day to be off. Paid. Uh, Is this song RFK Jr., the don't shoot bit thing at me? No, no. I'm going to tell you about the music here after Ralphie, but first, Warbird. You're talking to the Rolex wearing diamond ring wearing kiss dealing wheeling dealing limousine riding jet flying son of a gun and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down Warbird this Saturday is the third October third Saturday of October that means you get to hear it again my friend roll tide beat the shit out of Tennessee Roll Tide. Come on. That was a tough game against Arkansas. Jesus. That was the only game I worried. The game Saturday. I got to tell you, Notre Dame beating USC, that was fun. Uh, but other than that, game's just kind of, ah. Like a pink nightmare. Ralphie says, good morning, ass family. Violet Films, is a great, Violet Films is a great way to start the day. Well, I'm glad you think so because <clears throat> over the weekend, Ask family member and close, dear personal friend, Alicia, the the medical expert on the show. See, we have all kind of uh, things here on the show. We have the, the, the doctor of knowledge and ogre, which he'll get here soon. Um, we, we have our, 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 our Asian. We have our Indian. I know that Chief Whoopahoe's out there with somebody right now. 
So we've got that Indian, too. We've got native and foreign Indians. Mage are Asian. So our, our resident medical expert, Alicia, decided to send me a wonderful post this weekend that said, these are the songs that turn 40 this year. Now, that, that made me feel old because the first song that came up was Rebel Yell. So I thought to myself, well, if Alicia's going to bring me down like this, I might as well do Monday's show as all songs from 1983 today, except Creed. Creed did not come out in 1983. But the first three songs, Added Up, Violent Films, 1983. Safety Dance, 1983. And Rebel Yell, 1983. There ye go. So that's why the music was the way it was this today. And, and it will be that way all day long. And, and you're going to feel old. I'm just telling you right now, I felt old putting it together. Derek! Becca! Becca! Says, well, good morning, ass family. I hope everybody had a great weekend and boo Monday. Yes, boo Monday. Oh, hold on a second. Brady Kid's looking for keys and can't find them. Hold on. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. Had to open the door. Um, so, yes, all the music today from 1983. Uh, Battleborn! If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Says, good Monday morning, ass family. Well, good Monday morning to you as well. House of Pain! Says, good morning, ass family. Still upset about Saturday. Ducks left six points on the field, lost by three. I can't be aggressive, but damn the points. At least the Niners and Eagles both lost. Hopefully the Cowboys won't shit the bed tonight. I did watch a lot of that game. And, uh, well, I was wrong about that. I thought Oregon was the better team. I thought Oregon was going to run them out of the gym. Washington hung around, but I, I got to tell you. And, and this is no knock on you, House Payne, but I'm still telling you the Big 12 SEC would kill both those teams. Uh, that, that's all. That's all. I, I, I mean, and yes, the Niners lost yesterday <laughs> to the Browns. <laughs> By the way, in the football pool, Joe Murphy this weekend had a decent weekend of nine and five. But your boy, that's right, Big Orn, ten. Oh, I'm sorry, he was nine and five. I was ten and four. And by the way, he has the Chargers tonight. I have the Cowboys, so he'll probably be. 10 and 5, and so will I, knowing how my Dallas Cowboys play. Uh, Colin is in the, the house. Grab his dick and twist it. Oh, my God. Oh, dick twist. <laughs> Says morning, everyone. Morning, Jameson. Uh-oh, there she is. She just walked in. The one and only, Braddy Kid. Oh, my lucky stars. You are the human version of period cramps. Jesus, boy, oh boy, you had a day. Man, oh man, good morning to you. Uh, Keyless Chuck says, for those who do not know, watch the music video for Safety Dance, amazingly odd. Yes, oh, all those videos back then. Uh, Our house, I remember all those videos were crazy. Jazzman! Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! He says, ah, it's Monday, have the best possible ass family. Well, thank you, Scott! 
Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. This is Good Morning, Ernie Nass family. First day back from being off last week. Looking forward to the ass all weekend. That a boy. Nice to have you back. Sanchez family. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Ahoy to you as well. Panda says, morning ass family, let's go, short week, I'm finally getting a vacation, today is nice and chill as we're picking up in Del Webb, and they know the third uh, feet, three feet rule, thankful they can at least remember that, just a reminder, it's garbage can, not garbage can't, oh, I like, the, I like that a lot, it's garbage can, not garbage can't, bam, that just happened, Gibby, holy Jesus, Good morning, my friend. Good morning, y'all. Happy Monday. Whitewash. Good Monday morning to you, my friend. Ogre. Buenos dias, amigo. This fuck Monday. A kick in the nuts day. Amen to that. Uh, Fred. Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Men can't have kids with other men. Darn right, Fred. Good morning to you, Christine. Christine, I uh, hope you are doing well. Victor, good morning. Drive safely to work today. Hey, hey, you better drive safe to work. You better be seatbelted. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Let's get this week started off right with Dr. St. States. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Stinkfist. Stinkfist, you need to you need to contact Braddy Kid. Uh, good morning, ass. Well, PJ Walker did what Dak couldn't do. Can't win them all, I guess. I was happy to see your Rangers won. Uh, three more. Yeah. Amen. Look, I just want them to win game three. If they win game three, I'll be happy. But I, I do want to go to the World Series. I mean, the team. Uh, this is a really good team. That's all I got to say is that, oh, God. Oh, they're a good team. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ogre says Mexican-Americans take Spanish to get a B. <laughs> Brady Kidd says two words. This was her review of Taylor Swift, the GOAT. <laughs> Ogre says, I have no idea if this means entertainment has sunk to uh, such a Marianas abyss or that people in general have degenerated to the level of chimps. You got a good nap in. I got a couple good naps in. It, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. V. Coop says, was the extra credit scene one of her being a death lay? <laughs> no, no extra credit scenes. Um, oh, Warbird says, I'll be at the game. Time to pay back Tennessee. Damn right. Fucking A. Sweet. Roll Tide. Stackar says, did someone say call center? I, I, I was just referring to you, my friend. Metallica's first album, Kill Em All, turns 40 this year. God, we're old. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep the motherfuckers uh, off your ass. And, and Steph reminds us how old we are. 1983, six years before I was born. Thank you. So you are born in 1989. See, that's how you can swoop in and get Travis Kelsey. He likes gals born in 1989. Wink, 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 wink. Get it? You see what I'm saying here? You picking up what I'm putting down? Come on now. Uh, Mad Hatter. Shitter was full. 
says, good morning, ass. Ogre says, I remember starting high school in the late 80s thinking how the Beatles broke up less than 20 years before that. The NFL this weekend was more of uh, evidence just how crooked it is between referees calling and out-of-nowhere dumb fucking coaching decisions and pattern deviation of players. It's more and more obvious to me how gambling runs everything. I don't want to go down that road yet, Ogre. I can't. But I tell you what, those calls at the end of the Niner game, that was atrocious. And I'll tell you this, I I know that the Niners lost, and I hate the Niners, and I love it when they lose, but they are a very good team. And to get railroaded like that, and then Cleveland wanting to give the game back to you because they showed the bonus footage, and I watched it. How do you throw the ball on second and eight? When you have a clear lane to pick up about five or six yards, and San Francisco will have to use their last timeout, which means when it's third and one or third and two, you can run the ball and take as much time. Maybe you get a first down. Then you've won the game. You're in field goal position, kick the field goal, win the game. But you threw the ball, incomplete, next play. You gave them a free timeout. Next play, didn't work. They call timeout, stop the clock, you kick the field goal, you go up by one, and then you give the ball back to the Niners with a minute and a half, and they miss the field goal to win the game. Cleveland is an awful team. Awful team. Uh, Douglas all up in this hizzy, uh, faux shizzy. uh, Screw your freedom. Says, buenos dias, ask familia. Buenos dias. Remember, Dak, you're a trash can, not a trash can't. Colorado shit to bed. Oh, XXG Force, amen to that. They blew a 29-point lead. Good God. Douglas says, Raiders! They can overcome McDaniel's shitty play calling. Jimmy G getting hurt. Hoyer is trash, but he can throw further than Jimmy. And they won. Hey, that's two in a row for the Raiders. B. Coop says, Steph, you're way too old for Joe Biden, though. Douglas says, P.J. Walker is better than Watson. He he really was. Shanahan has been making great decisions all season out of nowhere, still with nine seconds left on the clock, can make one more play to get closer to the field goal, but going for it on third down, fucking fishy as hell. Here's where I'll, I'll, I'll veer from you a little bit on this, Ogre, because I, too, I'm starting to have some questions about all the gambling in the league. But his game plan has to change when the best player on his team gets hurt. Without McCafferty in the game, he's probably not at 100% coaching in his head because he's thinking, fuck, if McCafferty was in, we'd be winning. And you lost a receiver too. And I know that injuries are a part of the game and, and teams have to overcome injuries and coaches have to overcome injuries. But I think that's still a lot, that plays a lot into it. Because I can't think it's all crooked just yet. I still love sports too much. <laughs> Deshaun Watson was trade rape. Old Shanahan came out, his Schwartz isn't as big as Cleveland defensive coordinator. Cleveland is awful offensively. Um... They're setting records. They're the well. Here's the thing. I I keep hearing about how good this defense is in Cleveland. I saw six missed tackles on one play. At the end of the game, 
You can't miss six pa- d- tackles. And that was the pass, a little slant play, that pretty much put him almost in field goal range. You can't miss those tackles. Look, the refereeing world, I, I don't even want to get started on the refereeing world, but I will. Oh, by the way, uh, I, I, I'm sure he's busy right now, but I have to do this. It's t-shirt time? It is. Both it is t-shirt, t-shirt time. time. It is 12 it's Stupid Dick. T-shirt time. Jesse Jamie, 45 printing. It's T-shirt Good time. morning to the Covered Bridge Festival. I'm so nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. There it is. Oh my God! Shut up now. Buy T-shirts from this booth. So they put their T-shirts. Come on, this booth right here has the best T-shirts around. Today I'm sporting my brand new Embrace the Hate shirt. And it's got cool shit on the sleeves. State of Texas on the left, a Longhorn on the right. Woo! That's right. Second part of the season starts Saturday against the University of Houston. We're a 21-point favorite. Let's go. Hook them horns. But I have the Rangers in between that. No, and the Cowboys. Man, the Cowboys. After the Rams beat them in the conference championship a couple years ago with two blatant delay game uh, misses, in a new stadium and a hype QB in Stanford, I stopped believing it was legit. You have to accept the WWE and the script writers uh, call the shots. We just have to uh, fool ourselves into thinking anything can happen. Well, I mean, look, we can go back to that pass interference call. I believe it was in that same playoffs that they didn't call in New Orleans. I'm going to tell you what I think about refereeing here in a second. Let's see. The ball measure spot was really odd. Camera showed the Browns made a first down. Ref said no. They panned the shot out, panned up, and out to cut to commercial. Almost like someone told them the camera busted them, and they have to figure out what to do. Well, then the the cameramen and the producers are all inept. These are like the AEW cameramen when they catch a guy blading himself in the ring. They've done that like four times. No one wants to say it, but these women officials need to go. Most officials are terrible, but women are the most terrible. First one of the week. Correct the mundo. Now, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm going to have the misogynistic uh, side of myself come out right now because women referees in the NFL is not right. It's not. It's not right, and it's not because they're women. It's because they're not skilled enough. I know a few referees. I know one very, very well who has spent over two and a half decades being a referee, did some college games, was scouted by the NFL, I know a couple guys that are referees in the Pac-12 who have been scouted by the NFL. These are men that have been refereeing for over two and a half decades. Women just started refereeing about six, seven years ago. Let's not forget why the rules have been changed so much in the NFL, shall we? The 
the old days when we talk about guys who just recently passed Dick Butkus. Dick Butkus was a headhunter. Dick Butkus was a, 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 a pillar of this league. He's part of the foundation of the NFL. Big hits and violence is a foundation of the NFL. And by the way, don't give me this players are bigger, faster, stronger, because they were the biggest, fastest, strongest of any generation. So this whole dichotomy of, well, athletes today are different. No, they aren't. You had to be a great athlete to play in the NFL back then. We did, they didn't have heated sidelines. They didn't have shade when it was hot at the beginning of the season. They didn't have all this therapy quick. They had, they had that shit they used in Revenge of the Nerds, liquid heat. They had liquid heat and lots and lots of pills. They changed the rules of the game because women started watching thanks to Super Bowl parties. Women started to get involved, and it was more than just looking at the players' butts. And they smoked on the sidelines. True. And, and women started to get into the game. They started to ask questions. At first, really, really dumb questions, but... They, they've gone on, and, and there's some women who think they know the NFL, and I think that's wonderful. That'd be like me knowing anything about Betty Crocker, okay? Sorry. We have our split. Like I said, misogynistic side coming out here. And all it took, all it took was for one person, I don't know if it was a man or a woman, but they would sound like this, being somewhere around Roger Goodell saying, oh, why are there no women referees in the NFL? That's all it took. That question. And poof. Women have been hired. And they don't have the skill set. They don't. I'm sorry to tell you. And it's not because of your plumbing. It's not because you're plumbing at all. And women are the reason why you can't hit players the way we could hit them back then. Oh, well, we've come a long way with science. Is that why we're still playing on AstroTurf fields? Uh, That we can't figure out that AstroTurf is probably one of the worst inventions for sports ever? But, 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 but you, you have to see the science. I don't have an okay. anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Kale, I, I'm right there with you. They changed the rules of the NFL because women thought the game was too violent and they were going away from it, which meant the NFL was losing a lot of revenue. Because when it boils down to it, as much as I am a sports fan, And this is what I fear about college football so very much. It's a business. And it's simply looked at like a business. That's what it looks. And when they see a a large port. and, And look, let's just tell the truth. Advertising is geared mainly towards women. Why? Because women purchase everything. 
There are men that purchase shit, but women are the main purchasers out there. And if they turn away from the Super Bowl, then guess what? That means the sponsors go away from the Super Bowl. And the sponsors did look, the sponsors pay shit tons of money. What was it last year? $31 million for a 30 second commercial? Some, some crazy numbers. And why? Because they know they're going to have women watching. They're, they know they're going to have their, as we call them in radio, their P1s and P2s and P3s watching. And now these women are on the sidelines and they're calling games. And when they see a hit that looks bad, maybe they throw a flag. And they can sell it to their male counterparts because who's going to question them? In this world that we live in now, this heightened, sensitive world that we live in now. Nobody. Why? Because nobody has the balls to. Oh, I do. I'll call them out. I'll call them out. Come after me. And I will, I will explain to you why you shouldn't be an NFL referee. Because you don't know the game. I, I, I don't care that you spend every Sunday with your day. You don't know the game. And here's another big reason why. You didn't play the game. Did you see the story this weekend? I got to thank Hangtown Mike for this. San Francisco Giants uh, fired their manager, Gabe Kapler, and are in the searches for a new manager. Names have been thrown around like former players, and I think the best name thrown around is Will Clark. Because Will Clark's an old school guy. And by the way, it's funny. Look at who managed last night's game. Bruce Bochy, Dusty Baker. Two old school baseball guys. Not all this analytics. Not all this, you know, film session. He plays players based on his naked eye. Why? Because he was a catcher. And he played the game. Well, the San Francisco Giants have formally interviewed assistant coach Alyssa Nacken for the manager's job. Nacken is believed to be the first woman to be interviewed for a managerial position in Major League Baseball. A former standout softball player at Sac State. Well... That's wonderful that she played softball. That's not baseball. <laughs> the Giants want Brochi back, trade? No. They lost my advertising dollars. I haven't watched the Super Bowl in a few years. Just checking the sports app once in a while to know what's going on or who won. Diversity hire. I hope the Giants, because I think it was the Yankees or, or one of those teams in the Northwest that had a woman hitting coach. What does a woman know about hitting a baseball? There's a world of difference between a softball and a baseball. First of all, the softball's bigger, and it's coming from a closer range. And its trajectory, because you cannot defy the laws of gravity or physics, the trajectory of a softball is completely different than the trajectory of a baseball. One's going up, one's coming down. That's physics. Even Sheldon Cooper couldn't figure that one out. Oh, I got another weird story from the weekend before I even start the show. 
Mm. Straight fire in the house. Well, Lottie frickin' die! Straight fire, uh, I, I played the music this morning. Um, everything is coming from 1983, and I think you're going to like one of them here. Uh, Keyless Chuck says Will Clark will be an awesome as a manager. I was hoping that at the end of the season, Brandon Crawford would announce his retirement and accept the position as manager. Well, that's not a bad idea. I'd like... I watch Will Clark's uh, videos on on TikTok, um, where he's with uh, Eric Burns. Like it's called Deuces Wild. Will Clark loves baseball. Will Clark is a baseball guy. I love Will Clark. There, there was a shirt I saw recently. It was like a negative space shirt of Will Clark wearing eye black, and it had the SF logo on it. I would have got that shirt. I didn't, but I would wear that shirt because Will Clark was there. and Will Clark played for the Rangers, so. I love me some Will Clark. Yankees hired a female manager for one of their farm teams. Well, and look where the Yankees finished this year. Um, I really hope the Giants hire her in all sincerity. Why not make the city and the sport an even bigger joke than it already is? Because she doesn't belong. I'm sorry. You don't belong, hon. You just don't. You, you, look, hey, I, I, I can't denounce your softball skills. You're an All-American. Went to Sac State. That's a, that's an accomplishment. If there was a very popular female soft, fast-pitch softball league, I imagine you would be a manager there in no time. But this isn't your league. I think Will Clark's first hit was a home run off Nolan Ryan. It was. It was actually a, a home run off Will. Will hit it. It was amazing. All right. Now, um, real quick story. Um, we've been doing the show now for a little over seven years, right? Six years? A little over six years. Coming up on our seventh anniversary. Next June. And thank you to everybody that's been here. And we've had people come and go. And I understand. You can't listen all the time. I've I've made some great friends through this show. Literal friends. Not just listeners or acquaintances, friends I've made on this show. And I appreciate one and all. There was one guy, though, who really stuck out. Straight fire, you just named him. Kale says, a few of us have been here since day one, and I love and appreciate you, Kale. But there was Dave Coe. Dave Coe was a great guy is a great guy. Um, and he was a, a, a great part of this show. His comments, when he'd call in. And then, all of a sudden, Dave Coe was gone. I reached out. Didn't really hear anything. Got a little worried. Reached out again. Didn't hear anything. Finally, he reached out. Said, "Look, I, I, I just had to go." 
And, and, and it hurt. It hurt because he was a friend. So I'm sitting at the house yesterday. And uh, waiting for the Ranger game to start. V. Coop, Jesus. ECB Gary was too kid-friendly. God, that's terrible to say. Oh, there's a good Jared Fogle joke in there. Did you hear they recalled the Jared Fogle doll? It was too kid-friendly. Oh, hold on a second. I got to write that one down. Uh, Jared Fogle doll. Jared... Bogle. <laughs> oh, that's the subway guy. So Dave Co. Uh, so I'm 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 sitting there yesterday watching football, and I hear a knock on my door. And my neighbor earlier in the day had knocked on the door because they were working on the fence. That they're they have they have one of those cane corsos. That thing is going to be big, but. Fucking Bubba already fucking put his nuts on his head, so Bubba's the dominant one. But kind of did something to the fence, so they were going to be in our backyard working on it. I said, no problem. And it was a couple hours later. And somebody knocks on the door. I was like, oh, fuck. And I look at Bubba. I was like, fuck, Bubba, we're Grand Central Station today. And I get to the door, and we have one of these little, little uh, openers where I can look out because... Otherwise, if I open the door, Bubba will run out, and Bubba's 200 pounds, so he's going to knock me over. And then I'm going to have to kick the shit out of him, and, and I don't want to do that because I love my boy. Um, but I look out the window, and, and this guy's standing there, and he's got a cowboy hat on. I don't recognize him at first, and then it hits me. It's Dave Co. Like, totally out of nowhere. And I was like, whoa. It's like, come on in. He said, you got to feel my pulse. My pulse is racing. Well, Dave Coe's gone through a lot. I'm not going to give his whole story. Uh, but he, he he wanted to, he was in San Antonio and was driving back. He said, I couldn't drive through this area without stopping by and seeing. I appreciated that. He had a lot of nice things to say. Um, don't know if he'll be around a lot. But uh, it was uh, it was nice to get a little closure on that. So there you go. But it was very weird, very very weird, just weird situation. I, I, I'm sitting there just going, "What the hell?" And I tell you what, he he's he's had some trying times. They were going to make a doll to raise funds for Jared's victims. They said, "I'm touched. I'm really touched." Uh, he probably had a camera in your home. Okay, probably. Probably wants to see all the, the guest habits of the visitor's bathroom. Tommy, look out. Eric says, that's cool. I'm glad he came by. Uh, Straight Fire says, I found the show by trying to find where you were, Arnie. I appreciate that. Oh, look at the man. He just shows up out of nowhere. He says, don't play this for Dave Co. just yet. No, it was good to see you, Dave. Uh, it, it was fun. Those shoes, though. My God. <laughs> Big old yellow highlighter shoes. Good. Uh, and he had to drive to Tulsa. 
I was like, what the fuck, Tulsa? Ugh. Yuck. So, there you go. Now, I got to start the show, and of course I got to start with everything going on over in Shittisville. Uh, I noticed he didn't offer to fix Bubba's eating if the door's frame. <laughs> Very convenient. He forgot his tools. Love you, Arnie. My heart hurts sometimes about what happened. Let it go, Dave. Dave, you're in a good place. Stay there. Don't go back. Um, now, I'm confused. I'm very, very confused. So, the White House is telling us, the White House, that Iran had nothing to do with Hamas's attack on Israel. Right? Right? We were told that last week. But, but for some reason, on Friday, late in the day, America and Qatar, or Qatar, it's the weirdest letter Q word I've ever seen. There's no U after it. It can't be a word. Every time you put a Q out, unless it's the last letter, there has to be a U after it. That's the rule. The rule. So, Cater, we've held their $6 billion. Now, I don't know why we're holding it if they had nothing to do with it. But Iran threatens Israel over looming ground offensive in Gaza. Now, why, oh, why would Iran want to get involved? Doesn't Iran have enough problems in Iran? So why are they threatening Israel if they had nothing to do with the terror attacks? Q is for queer and terrorist. I was following you, signed up right away, but fell away for a bit, but now I'm back on the good road. Thank you, Chaz, man. Love you, brother. Ever been there? Gorgeous, but sandy. So, it's weird that Iran is now threatening Israel, right? Because they had nothing to do with it. Well, well, maybe they had a little hand in it. I'm just going to... You remember the fella that we killed a few years ago um, uh, over in Iran? Kasim Soleimani. Remember him? He was assassinated by the U.S. in 2020. Remember Donald Trump got in all kind of shit for that? I remember it. Oh, yeah, I remember lopping that dude's head off or blowing him away. Well, it turns out, wouldn't you know, Iran's regime organized plans to aid Hamas in its massacre of 1,300 people, including 30 Americans, was front and center at the thinking dictator who rules over Iran, Supreme Leader Ali Khamenei. Um, yeah, uh, this guy who we killed, the bad guy that we killed, he drew up this entire attack. So now do we believe 
Now do we believe? Because as Swoosh says, Pepperidge Farm remembers. I remember. Uh, Forces got him with the knife bomb. Oh, that's kick ass. Iran is on is full on a bunch of hulakomaniacs. You see, Ali Khomeini, Hulkamania. Oh, that's pretty damn close, Hulkamania. Um, I know that some of y'all, Stephanie, were not around in 1980. I was. I was eight going on nine years old in 1980. Or was it 1982? It, it, one of those two. I, I, Ogre, you're going to have to school me on the year. I'm pretty sure it's 1980. Oh, it was 79. It was 79 because it was when, okay. 1979, so I was seven going on eight. Brady Kid says I wasn't. And there was an uprising in Iran. And they took American hostages. And they held those hostages for a long-ass time. I don't remember how many days it was. But the night before Ronald Reagan was sworn in as president, those hostages were sent home. Seventy-nine with the revolution, the hostages, the yellow ribbons, and Carter looking even more foolish. Very true. Derek says, I would have been four. Yeah, I was seven. Going on eight. And I remember my grandmother, look, I spent a lot of time at that at that moment in my life with my grandmother who watched the news. 444 days. Thank you, Panda. We watched the news. I, I guess that's why I'm still such a news junkie now is because I was raised as a news junkie. We watched that story. I I, I, I I remember that story. I remember the, uh, I can't think of his name now because I'm getting old, but the Atlanta child murderer, Wade Williams. Wayne Williams, that was it. Yeah, there you go, serial killer Wayne Williams. I remember that story. I was nagging my mom's period sack. Thank you. Safety guy says they understood fuck around and find out then. Yes, because we dealt in fuck around and find out. Now we just deal and fuck around. But that's all we do. Tell me I'm wrong. First thing I think about when I think about fuck around and find out, if we were actually living that mantra, these flash robs that show up in these department stores and rob them blind, those all those all people would be beaten savagely, whooped, tackled, held until police got there, and then they would go to jail and they would have to pay bail. We don't live in that world anymore. We, we live in the fuck-around world. There's no find-out anymore. There's only find-out with certain parts of our population where you will find out. And by the way, that, that, that number is a lot bigger than you fuck-arounds think it is. And once again, 
I'm war- I've been warning you now for almost four years. Don't fuck with that side. You 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 cry. You people that cry about your team, uh, your kids' team that got beat by twenty eight points. Oh, that's not fair. That's not fair that that team scored so many points. And I ain't talking about because your team's bad or anything like this. I ain't trying to. I, I ain't hitting on Sawyer's dad here. I'm talking about the parents that don't want to see. They they don't want their their little kids to get beat too bad. And that's why there are rules in place that will suspend coaches if they score too many points. That's the society we live in. And there's a lot of us that are done with that society. We're like, fuck you. No. Uh Uh-uh. I'm going to keep scoring and scoring and scoring. These are second and third string kids. What am I supposed to do? Make them fall down? The reason why they're on third string is they, they usually do fall down. But for some reason against your dilapidated team, they can score. Safety guy says they fuck with Bud Light drinkers. Yes, they did. And they found out to the tune of $30 billion. But it didn't stop them. It didn't stop This is why we had to drop two fucking bombs on Japan. Because those people were driven. This is the problem. These people are driven by their feelings. We, the people on the right, are driven by our responsibilities. Feelings versus responsibilities. If you're driven by your responsibilities, you go to work. You don't have time for all these, these shenanigans of coming to PTA meetings and calling parents who who call out administrators who hide rapes at their school, calling them homeland terrorists. What? I didn't just make that up. That happened last year in Virginia. A girl was raped at school by somebody who thought they were a girl, or at least dressed like a girl, and raped a girl. And they didn't tell the parents. When the father found out, he was fucking furious and showed up there. People had to hold him back from destroying those people. And that's any father. Any father whose daughter was raped at school, they knew about it and they covered it up. Well, I'm honestly surprised that he didn't show up with one of those terrible assault rifles. We showed Japan how to cook rice instantly. My son's soccer team isn't that good. They're like one in five. At least they got the one win. I missed that game, though. That sucks. The kid did it at two different schools. Yes, he did it at another school, but they didn't hide that one. Um, That's why Bud Light was just a taste just had to change spending habits, wait until they prompt a real reaction. Safety guy, I know. And that's why I keep telling y'all, y'all need to stop. Because you're driven by feelings, nothing stops you. Because you want to feel good. Nothing wrong with wanting to feel good. Positive endorphins going through your body, you want to feel good. You want to feel right. I don't like to be wrong. I try to do my research to where I'm not wrong about things. And when I am wrong about things, I'm not very happy about it. 
but it doesn't the 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 feelings don't drive my life. Douglas, he must play on my son's team every day. He needs the losers. Thank Almighty, he's good at taekwondo and grappling. There you go. We have a man in office right now who has no idea what's going on. No clue at all. Joe Biden is senseless. He's useless. He he's ballless. He's clueless. He knows nothing that's happening right now. And the people that are running this country, I I, I you want to jump into conspiracy theories, they hate America, they want to turn to socialists, they want to do this, they want to do that. These are the people that that we've we've created though that all want everybody to get along. We all want to get along. I'm here to tell you, hey, it's wigwam style. Let's go. I need a sound effect for that. Uh, wigwam style. We're going to sit Indian style. Casinos, not call centers. Here you go. We're not all going to get along with each other. We're not. You need to get through that through your skull. That no matter what, no matter what anybody does, there are going to be parts of our society that don't get along with one another. Here's a great example. How are you going to force Native Americans to get along with white Anglo-Americans? Those people are angry because they lost a war. Sorry, that's the truth. That's what we did back then. Once again, once again, all this bullshit, oh, we're so terrible to the Native Americans. Now, there's a movie coming out about how, yes, we were terrible to them in the 1920s, and that's awful. Well, the flowers of the, the new moon in Oklahoma. Oklahoma's had its share of race issues with Indians, with the black stock market there, in Tulsa. Woo! Here's the deal. Oh, get a bit. Oh, a bite of the engine war dance. I like that. I like that a lot. We're not going to get along. No matter how hard you try. And you see these guilty white people because these people are driven by their own guilt because they want to feel good. They're driven by their guilt. So they can feel good. They can go, oh, I can, I can appreciate the big house I have on Chief Doggy Fucker's land. They want to feel good about it because they, th- there's a part of them. And, and by the way, this part only comes out at dinner parties or social gatherings that they feel awful about the $10 million house they live in. Because real quick, they don't, Okay. They don't really feel guilty about it, but they do in public. And as we all know, public perception is reality, people. <laughs> Dupont got a new car because he blew an engine. <laughs> and if we're not all going to get along in America... We're not going to get along with everybody in the world. You know why? 
because they have different ideas on things there. Here comes the big old U.S. of A. saying, no, you got to take it our way because our way is the best way. Now, I will agree that our way is the best way, but I ask people this question all the time. And a lot of them try to to see through the question because they don't want to answer the question. But answer the question, please. Everybody likes to stop me with, well, that'll never happen. Nobody will invade America. Okay, well, you're you're not doing the exercise. So when we go over to a country and we, quote, unquote, liberate them, these people who live their lives by religion first, not as an afterthought, these people who have lived this way for centuries, we go over there and we tell them, everything that you're doing is wrong. You need to change it to our style because our style is the best, which it is. Now, here's the exercise. If a foreign country were to come in here and do that exact same thing, how would we react? Here you go. I'll give you a moment to to think about that. And nobody say, nobody can invade us. We got too many guns, okay? Do the exercise. If a foreign nation were to invade us and take us over somehow and wanted to change everything we do, how do you think we'd react? By the way, stupid dick, good morning to you, my friend. It's t-shirt time? It is. What kind of t-shirt time? It is t-shirt time at the Indiana Covered Bridge Festival. Woo! Is Clint Eastwood going to be there? Is this where Madison County is? That is awesome. 4T5 printing in the house. Good morning. Indiana Covered Bridge Festival. They are listening. Uh, Buenos dias, como esta? Uh, let's see. Uh, I asked the question, how would we react if they tried to implement their lives on us? Um, in 1776, the folks were, were, were ready. Guns in the streets fighting for what we know. Wolverines! Not for what others want from us. Frontal invasions don't work here. <laughs> Wouldn't fly in Montana or Texas, that's for sure. It's already happened. The country is called China, and they, brought the, they bought the White House. You eat away within, it's working violently, already happening, and no one cares. Thank you, buddy. Have a great day, y'all. You too, my friend. Stay busy. The answer is we would fight. We'd do exactly what these people are doing. I'm not saying that's what's going on in Israel and, and, and Gaza. That's a whole different fight. That's a whole different world. <laughs> we'd all put our American flags out, and then there'd be the assholes who go, yeah, they're all made in China. Remember that? Remember after 9-11 happened? I think there were, like, stories on the news about it. You know, people just couldn't show off their patriotism after 9-11. There are flags everywhere. You couldn't buy a flag at a hardware store anywhere in America, right? We're all sold out. 
Then we get a whole bunch of them in, and people are putting them up, and they're like, yeah, it's terrible. It's made in China. Shut up. Just shut up. It's about the symbolism. And I'm not a big fan of symbolism, but that was a, a great part. Uh, that that was one of those symbolism things that makes you feel good when you need to feel good after terrorists kill over 3,000 Americans. And that is what is happening with Hamas and Gaza and Israel and all that kind of bullshit. It was, it, this is not, it, they want to make it a war. This was a terrorist act. This was an act of a group of terrorists. A very, very large, well-funded, very well-funded, very well-trained terrorists. Now, your girl out there, Ihan Omar, boy, she stepped in it this weekend. Mm-mm-mm. She put out a tweet showing the atrocities, the child genocide going on in Palestine. She showed a picture of seven dead children wrapped in white and claimed they were a part of the Palestinian children murdered by the Israelis. Well, not so fast, stupid. Where did I put that one? Uh... Here you go. Hey, Ehan, this is for you because the photo was actually from the 2013 sarin gas attack, sarin gas attack in Syria. It's a trophy. See, it says cunt of the year. That's you. Let me talk to you. As my man Ellie Knight would say. Yeah. We got to go back in time, just real fast. Sorry. Right about there. About 2020. We had a little election that year. And do you remember what the buzzword that year was, especially when it came on social media when it comes to COVID and things like that? The word was misinformation. Do you remember if you would post a funny meme or something up there, you'd get that black eyeball on there saying, what's being said is not truthful. And some of the memes were like, yeah, no shit, it's a meme, stupid. Or it's a gif or a gif or whatever the fuck. Misinformation. Remember Hunter Biden's laptop? You know, the one that he's in court for now. That was Russian misinformation. Remember how the 2016 election was rigged? Remember that? The Democrats paid and they they searched and searched and searched. Yeah, once again, that was all misinformation. It was the Democrats who provided everything. Like Joe Joe Biden would say, one word, fake news. And yet we have a sitting member 
of the House of Representatives tweeting out a picture that, by the way, she's not a moron. She knew exactly where this picture was from. She was probably the one that fucking took it, laughing. And this person is a decision maker of the United States of America. How can that be? How can it be that we have treasonous people that work for our government? And I, I this is not this does this goes both parties. Why is it we still allow these representatives and these senators to be paid consultants of Saudi Arabia? Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Or it was a thing for a long time. Got paid $235,000 a year. What state is that bitch from? She is from Minnesota. Special interest groups control every single member of the House and the Senate. Do not kid yourself. Maybe the Republicans just have more companies that, that, that owe them money that we like. But don't pretend that these people are doing us any favors. Because they're not. And they haven't done for a long, long time. Is this the one who married her brother or is that the other wrench? Uh, I think she's related somehow to her husband. It wouldn't surprise me because that's what probably makes her so batshit crazy. But we have a, a sitting member of the House of Representatives who denounced our biggest ally publicly. No one censured her. How about we kick her out of office? Those are treasonous acts. Israel, like Israel or not, they are our biggest ally next to Great Britain. Would we allow somebody to call out? Okay, okay, real quick. What if we we called out an African nation? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Suit up. Suit up for the fucking roller coaster bullshit that's going to be. So, Eon Omar, shocking, is a liar. I just, I'm done. She appears to be the problem, but the voters elected the bitch. She got kicked out of all of her committee assignments. Yeah, maybe it's her stupid hat the Queen of Zamunda wore out better. The, that area is, I forget where she's from. Is she Syrian? Is she Ethiopian? Where, wherever she's from, that's, that's what makes up that district. And that district votes her in because usually it's a white guy who's running against her. And if you're in a district of devout Muslims and you're a white guy running for office, you're going to lose. Dirtistan. She's from Ethiopia or Somalia. Big difference, right? Yeah. The flies are a little tastier in Ethiopia. Oh, I'm sure she's... If she's Somalian and shit, I'm surprised she's not fighting for that damn pirate to get out of prison. 
one that hijacked Captain uh, uh, Phillips. It is Somalia. Okay. All right. Their flies taste a little fishier. <laughs> I'm so going to hell. Um, oh, that was a good move, Arn. Why don't you just delete everything, stupid? You know, I, I I'm gonna do th- I'm gonna do this, and then I'll start the next break with uh, some sad news reporting, and even sadder news after that. Um, in a move that that should not make you ever say these three words. Surprise! 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 A Honduran national who was previously deported twice in the United States of America was charged with two separate murders last week in Nashville after authorities found a, quote, badly burned body inside a torch car and a decomposing body in the trunk of a different car. Kevin Castro Garcia, 31 years old who has been deported twice. Twice we have kicked this person out of our country, but he keeps making his way back. Has now committed double murder. Now, this is not a new news story. This is, I'm doing this story to open your brains. When will we say enough? Because I'm sure the... um, the family of Elmer Miranda's Martinez and the other person, I'm sure their families would be on board with this immediately. That once you're deported and you're found out again, then guess what? We, we either take a ride to the train station or we start building some new prisons here and we lock your ass up. Ooh, I like this. I like this. We lock you up, and we have to treat you in accordance of the laws of the country that you come from. So that means you don't have the same rights. Because, see, you're, you're an illegal. You're here illegally. And you committed double murder? Okay. Now, what I really want you to think about is this. When, and I, and I know when it will be, and this is what it's, this is how sad our country is. This is what it's going to take. For the country to really pay attention about the immigration problem that's happening at our southern border. You remember how I told you there were 70,000 special interest illegal immigrants in this country? And by special interest, they, they all share this one interest. And it's killing Americans. That's their same special interest. We don't know how many are here. Now, what happens when we see on the ABC Nightly News with that guy who looks like a horse, David, what, Merkin, something like that? What are we going to do when he reports that a mall... I'll say in, in in Charlotte, a popular mall is blown to bits. 
hundreds dead, including women and children. The bombers were in this country illegally. Is that when we're going to say enough? Will that be the moment? Or will we still have people going, no, open the borders. The borders are fine. Welcome here. Here's some money. Hmm? Will that be enough? And I'm sorry to go so dark on a Monday, but that's just the truth. If they blow Amal to bits, Clooney will be upset. No, his wife's name is Anal. Oh, wait, no, you're right, Amal. It's A-M-A-L, not A-N-A. See, I'm always confused there. (sighs) Deported twice. No, we don't need a wall. Joe, Joe, what do you think about that? The the wall thing? Yeah, the wall thing. That's what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They passed well, I was told that I had no choice, that I, you know. Once again, how, do, how does the President of the United States not have a choice? I mean, maybe he doesn't have a choice of what laxative they give him. What flavor of Metamucil he takes every day. Maybe he doesn't have a choice there. But when it comes to this, he's got a choice. Oh, you know, some bleeding hearts would still be fine with it. Oh, oh, Kale, you're right. Look, look, look. We're never going to get everybody. Because there are going to be some people in this country, the super guilty. I mean, there's guilty, there's really guilty, and then there's the super guilty. And the super guilty ones are the ones that go, well, we probably deserved it. We deserved it, flashing our malls around in people's faces. Pretty sure Joe doesn't get a laxative because he's full of shit. He doesn't have a choice. He's like Feinstein was just do this. Diane Feinstein was like, rah, rah, rah. All right, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can hit me. Um, here you go. All these songs are from 1983. Ready to feel old? Here you go. Keep you free and clean And now you wear your skin like iron And your breath is hard as kerosene Weren't your mama's only boy But her favorite one it seemed She began to cry when you said goodbye Sank into your dreams Pancho was a bandit boy His horse was fast as polished steel He wore his gun outside his pants 
restless hearts Sleep alone tonight Sending all my love along the wire They say that the road ain't no place to start a I'm forever 
Johnny State Show. Hi, you lame asses. Not a fan of Journey, which I, I I understand. I'm not a fan of Led Zeppelin, so I, I get it. But it's Journey still. But that's okay. She says uh, I enjoy the diverse music ass plays. I don't know what your emoji is up on top of that. Santa's family obviously did not like the police. Look, look, those are all songs that turned 40 years old. Wait till you hear the next group of music. You're gonna go, holy shit. That's what you're gonna say. You're gonna say, holy shit. Now, Christopher has written, because I asked him if he wanted to change his walk-up music to the Cheech and Chong thing. He says, Arnie, I very much like my current walk-up music. The Christopher Castillo-Maltasani connection with ET music is perfect. Also, the Cheech song doesn't work for me because I've never and will never identify as a Mexican-American. I'm an American and a patriot. Sorry. Did not mean any disrespect by that. Despite what the pseudo-intellectual dickwad Vivek Ramaswamy thinks, I'm a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. Now, that got me thinking. Christopher? I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. You fucking whore. Fuck you. Yeah, that's it. Go home. Get my dinner ready. See, maybe maybe somehow I, I could cross freedom. Maybe I'll work on that, Christopher. Maybe I'll work on that. I figure you might like that. Uh, all right. Sad, sad news to report uh, this weekend. Um... I, I, I didn't see this one coming. I thought this, I honestly thought this gal would probably outlive me. And the first time we ever met her was on a wonderful sitcom from the 70s. Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. Kisses are hers and hers and his. Three's company too. Ah, Suzanne Summers, who was Chrissy Snow on the original show, died over the weekend after a family was gathered to celebrate her 77th birthday. Uh, She didn't make it. She died at 76 with a battle of uh, cancer. Say what kind of cancer it was. Um, Sad, sad story to report. Um... Not most people. I, I think most people know her from Three's Company, but also great legs. Thank you. How do you get them? I used to do aerobics till I dropped. Then I found Thigh Master. Every single time you squeeze Thigh Master, you strengthen and tone right where you need it. So it's easy to squeeze, squeeze your way to shapely hips and thighs. Jesus, were pornographic ads. My God, as a lad, and that got me through lots of nights. Ooh, Suzanne Summers is on. Joyce DeWitt is the only one left now, unless Larry is still king. I think Larry is still alive. I think Larry Dave, uh, Larry Dallas, whoever that guy was that played him. Maybe the bartender from the Regal Beagle is around. I imagine he shows up at cons. Remember me? I was in six episodes of Three's Company. I was the cool bartender at the Regal Beagle. 
It would have been ironic if she died of femoral artery problem or thigh cancer. Oh, the thigh master. Uh, I believe it was breast cancer. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, they said it was a lengthy battle she had. Uh, she did have breast cancer two decades ago, and now and then it pops up again. Uh, continue to bat it down. This one was one time too many. She got her big break in the movie um, American Graffiti. She was the blonde in the white Corvette or Thunderbird. It was the white Thunderbird. It wasn't a Corvette. That's right. Some people are here today because the thigh master kept them from running down their mom's leg. Gosh, that's just sad. Suzanne Summers passed away. Um, there you go. Mm-mm-mm. Now, interesting story. I think you'll agree. <clears throat> to all my legal sleuths out there, does the name Carolyn Andriano mean anything to you? Probably not. She's the sheriff. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Carolyn Andrinino was a woman who testified against the one and only uh, Galene Maxwell. Where's the Galene song? I know I have the damn Galene song in here somewhere. I hope this is the right one. No. That's not it. Damn it to hell. G-H. Is it, is it that one? Bye-bye, Jisleen. Bye-bye. Well, uh, this gal who testified against Galene or Jisleen, Carolyn Madison, mother of five, 36 years old, was found unresponsive in a hotel room in Palm Beach, Florida over the weekend. Authorities opened the investigation on her death and have concluded already that she died of an accidental overdose. Really? During cross-examination, her attorney got Andriano to admit that she had once been addicted to pain pills and cocaine. Well, I mean, uh, we, we all know. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I mean, it really is. <laughs> so she said on court, I'm, uh, I was addicted to pain pills and... Cocaine. And she did drugs to block out the sexual abuse at the hands of uh, Jeffrey Epstein. And then she shows up at a hotel in Florida, and she overdoses. I'm betting on pain pills and, of course, cocaine. She did not overdose on lead like Kurt Cobain. In her interview uh, with Andriano's mother, Dorothy, said that her daughter was starting a new life. She and her new husband, John Pitts, had bought a comfortable home in North Carolina and were looking towards their future. So why would she OD? Did the demon get back in her? 
Safety guy says, what a coincidence. I know, isn't it? Isn't it weird? By the way, every one of those people that testified against her are fucking on lockdown right now. You know that. You know that every person that testified to get Ghislaine in prison is they have guards on them 24 hours a day now. See, I often ask the question, what's our generation's JFK moment? You know, the moment that that really... Uh, look, our, our moment was, was 9-11, but I'm talking about the conspiracy theory moments. And we have three to choose from. Did she happen to cook for the Obamas any chance? No word yet, Stink Fist, or possibly the Clintons. Both those chefs killed, but died, drowned, mysteriously. One guy drowned on a hike. That takes a special kind of stupid. That's 2.0 stupid right there. If you drown on a hike, you're dumber than 2.0. So our three that we have to choose from are COVID. Will we ever be exposed to the truth of what COVID was? Option number two. Jeffrey Epstein and his list of deviants that raped young girls on an island. Will we find out the truth about that? Or will it be the 2020 election? Will we ever find out the truth about the 2020 election? Because if you believe it was true, hogwash. Come after me, homeland. I don't give a fuck. I'm allowed to say that. I live in America. I don't believe the outcome was real. Call me a nut job. Call me a conspiracy theorist. I've watched my share of elections. Like I said, I've been watching the news since I was about six. And I always loved election time. I stayed up until 2.30 in the morning, West Coast time, when Donald Trump won. And I stayed up until they said, well, we're going to stop counting, which I found to be very odd at the time, where Donald Trump was up by like 400,000 votes in a certain district. And then I woke up like three hours later because I didn't want to sleep too long because I had a show to do. Or actually, I wasn't doing the show that day. I was going to lunch with uh, my friend. Um, And I remember waking up, and now Donald Trump is down by like 400,000 votes. It's like a six or 700,000 vote swing in less than two hours, even though they said they were going to stop counting. If Civil War II happens, we will. We can piece together COVID. We already had an idea about 2020. Give me that list and watch these people burn in hell. No redactions or editing. Oh, they, I, I want that. I want that list to come out. And it, here's my logic. Yeah, even Trump wouldn't unseal every JFK document. I know. 
I know, see, and that's it, th- this is a pie-in-the-sky dream that I have, that I'd like to know the truth about this. But I- I'll tell you what my reasoning is here. My reasoning, the one that I think that will happen, it will be the 2020 election. Now, hear me out. We're never going to get the truth about the the list, the Jeffrey Epstein list, and I would much rather have that one. than I, I would like to have them all, but if I can only choose one, I'm going to choose the one I, I think I'm going to be correct about. There's too much money involved in the Epstein list. There's too many powerful players. There's senators on there. There's representatives on there. There's presidents probably from other countries on there. Actors, actresses, heads of, of, of major corporations on there. No. Too many power players involved with that. Now, it came down to the last two, and I will tell you why I'm not saying COVID will ever be released. COVID won't, the truth about COVID won't be released because neither side, both sides will agree that not to bury the other side because they need the other side to make money. Because if the truth comes out, one side is going to get blamed for everything. And people will react, and they know they will react to it. And without, without a foil, without a bad guy, you ain't got no good guy wrestlers. And they'll protect them because it will save them money. And there's another thing. They don't want the public to know that the government is willing to kill us. I already know that. I've accepted that fact. But they are willing to I, – I don't want to throw this word around out there because it's being used a lot right now in Israel. Um, they wanted to commit a genocide. This virus got out of hand. They, they captured it quickly because they got smart people working on it, and, and, and Fauci isn't one of those smart people. He's just a mouthpiece. Vaccines didn't work. They forced people to take the vaccines. I applaud people that took it and people that didn't take it. It was your choice. You live with it. If I have bad health issues in the future because of the vaccine, I made that choice. At that time, I wanted to travel. And that was the only way to travel. And you got to play by the rules or you can't travel. If someone doesn't know, they are blissfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. Ever seen lists will be purge lists, good riddance. That's another reason. The reason why I think the 2020 election will come out, and we'll get the truth on that, about how the Democrats cheated, just like the Houston Astros did in the World Series, and they should never be referred to as World Series champions. I digress, though. My current hatred level of the Astros is at an all-time high. This will once again be done by both sides. This one will be done, 
and it will show the Democrats fall on the sword. So you're saying the Democrats banged on garbage can lids too? Yes. Jose Altuve, uh-huh. Latino voter, uh-huh. Lance Bergman, total liberal name. <laughs> I don't know what liberal names are, but that's pretty funny. Fuck the Astros and their fake grass. Amen. Um, it will show the Democrats fall on the sword, and then the Republicans will punish them. Take a few House seats away, maybe a couple congr- maybe a couple Senate chairs they'll take away. Well, these are not going to be senators and representatives we know. They aren't going to be the ones that are on TV all the time. They're doing it, and Democrats will come out and they'll apologize to the Americans. We, you know, we just were scared of Donald Trump. Da, 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 da. And by the way, by the way, by the way, this is not going to happen for another thirty or forty years. Okay, so I'm not going to be right about this in my lifetime. But when your kids are hearing this and your grandkids are hearing this, this this this, this ongoing babble that I'm doing, they can go, that guy fucking knew. All right. Because, see, I'll be alive forever on the Internet. My words will be spoken forever. 40 or 50 years from now, we'll find that out. And how sad is it going to be that it's 40 or 50 years from now? In this information age that we live in today. Rather be feared than respected. Amen to that. All right. Next one up here. Uh, Good news to report. We don't get a lot of these good news stories, but this is actual good news to report. Mary Lou Retton, America's sweetheart, and my personal spank bank for the year of 1984, is improving. She had the pneumonia. Pneumonia. And she was like, she needed a a ventilator to help her breathe. Her family was very, very scared about it. Uh, They released a statement. The family did. We're thrilled to share uplifting updates. Mom's progress is truly remarkable. Prayers have been felt and answered. Although she remains in the ICU, her path to recovery is steadily unfolding. Her fighting spirit is truly showing. Her breathing is becoming stronger, and her reliance on the machine is diminishing. Good for that. I can't wait until Rasheed Tlaib's sex tape. Talk about Kleenex stalking taking over Wall Street. Tlaib sex tape. Yuck. How about a snuff film? <laughs> oh, so that's good news to report about Mary Lee Ritten. I mean, come on. She brought this country together. More so than this next story. I, I well, you know. Well, let's do this story, and I got to go off on something. I have not watched any of this yet. I I can't because there's too much comic gold in it. I I look. I will. I will have to write down everything, and then I'll be talking about this. And I don't get paid to talk about the Golden Bachelor. Okay, and it's not a bachelor that likes to be peed on. It just so happens it happens because they're all fucking old. Why not call him the Silver Bachelor? 
That makes sense because he's old. This is a story about the 72-year-old Gary Turner who's on that show, The Golden Bachelor, where a bunch of old gals, and I thought they should add one young chick in there, where a bunch of old gals want to fall in love with this guy. You know, this make-believe bachelor shit. How many have made it? Like three? In the 88 seasons of The Bachelor, how many have made it? Three or four, right? I think it was Arise who sent me a clip. It was like episode two. And he's sitting on this swing with this gal. I couldn't be more cliche. I mean, unless they were drinking Country Time Lemonade. And they're talking. And he goes, he said something about like, oh, I just want to whisper something in your ear. And she goes, oh, it's no problem. And she flips her hair back. And I kid you not. The bitch has got a hearing aid. And he goes, whoa, that looks like mine. And he shows it. What is is this, product placement? Couple of 70-somethings looking for love, and they're showing off their fucking hardware. And by hardware, I hear they have hearing aids in. Come on, man. Well, The Bachelor says, uh, uh, red flags I try to avoid. You're 72. What kind of red flags are there for 72-year-olds? The only red flag you should have is, doesn't have a dick. You're 72. Oh, there's some red flags out there. What, too many grandchildren? She doesn't have a residence in Palm Beach. Since the world is anti-Semitic right now, she's too Jewish. Do they show them changing each other's catheters? If a person I'm dating, and we've had a few dates, and she starts talking about how I might want to change my will, that's a pretty darn big red flag. (laughs) Wow. Thanks, Pops. The Golden Bachelor is great, better than the young version, wholesome. It's not wholesome. It's product placement for hearing aids and and probably anti or, or reverse mortgages. When this motherfucker starts talking about reverse mortgage with one of these gals, I'm calling bullshit. Robert Wagner show. Who does them now? Does Tom Selleck do, still do them? Red flag. Too many dead ex-husbands. Boy, that's a big one. Anybody who says early on, hey, you want to change your will? Yeah, I, I think we kind of all know that's a red flag. Matt Hatter says, colored gal, red flag. Stop that. See, and you use the funny word there, too. That's why I had to read it is because you you know me. You know that I, I'm a sucker for the joke. And you use the correct language. Oh, God. I can just hear my father. 
<laughs> now, uh, Pammy, uh, since you're our resident expert on the senior citizens edition of The Bachelor, um, have 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 they uh, has anybody uh, you know, popped the coochie? Little no pants dance, little hoop de hoo. Has there been any of that? I love it, and I cry multiple times an episode, hoping for a golden bachelorette. <laughs> oh, Pam, please be on that show. Not yet. Okay, nobody's done the old hoopty dance yet? Okay. See, I was thinking about this. And by the way, when I said I was thinking about this, I just started thinking about it like eight seconds ago. Damn it to hell. Learn how to type, Arnie. So let, let's say, you know, let's say they got a love scene on the regular Bachelor, that the regular TV show. You know, the, the music that comes on, it's like, all right, the Bachelor, going to get him some. Now, here's my question. Um, I, I, hold on. What music... Oh, you got to be killing me. You, you, come on. Okay, I know what it's under. There we go. They start, like, you know, getting a little hoop to hoop. D- does this come on? way to go for it but it was worth it in my eyes it was worth it they're not that old (laughs) by looking at the picture yes they are good lord all right i'm done picking on that show now for a while oh pam you're gonna have to let us know the first time that the hoopty dance has been done Um, okay. Now this is a very, very strange story. And 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 I, I think we, we have to call I, I need y'all's help on this. You make the call. I'm confused. But hear me out. It's happened in New Zealand. No, I've never been there, but I do hear it's gorgeous. A New Zealand man successfully disowned his twin daughters. By the way, they were 12 years old. He's been raising these girls for the last 12 years. 
The New Zealand man won the court battle earlier this year, but documents from the unusual case were revealed. A mother claimed she was trying to avoid any child support obligations while the man she wanted to defend his honor. You see, 12 years ago, this guy and his wife decided, hey, let's bring another dude in here, which that's also known as the devil's three-way. You got two wieners. Wait, are, are you roasting a pig? In some cases. Well, they did the hoopty and they did the doopty. Wouldn't you know? That the gal got pregnant. Now, if you if you're adding people in, you're probably doing it a couple times a day, so you don't know which time you got knocked up. Well, for the last twelve years, this guy's been kind of confused. It's like these kids ain't nothing like me. I want to see something here. Well, he was able to prove beyond a reason of a shadow of a doubt that at the time of conception, he was actually infertile. Meaning that they're the other dude's kids. So I got to ask you, ass family. You make the call. Is this guy a dick bag? Or was he in the right? I mean... You make the call. What say you? Let's see, where's uh, Fertile? Is this in Australia? Close, New Zealand. Uh, Straight Fire says affirmative dick bag. Kale says both. This is his fault 100%. He was in the right. Eject. What did he expect? Well, see, this is where I, this is, this is why you don't do the devil's three-way. Okay? Too many questions involved. Like, is that guy going to get his fucking gentleman's relish on me? Like, good God, what happens if our wieners touch? Does that make me gay? What if he's checking me out? Because I'm going to fucking not be strong like bull. These are all legitimate questions. This is why, oh, and and then that one. Well, what happens if a little of his uh, pre-relish slips into the missus and infertilizes her? Okay, so he was in fertile New Zealand. Exactly. Hey, man, you chose to do this, and then you you stayed around? You stayed around for 12 years? You had the girls live in your house, and then all of a sudden you came up with this? By the way, is the other guy, do you still talk to him? Like, I, I, I don't live in that world. I don't live in that weird swinging, you know, Add people to, you know, party world. 
First of all, I don't have the wardrobe. Secondly, I don't want that wardrobe. Thirdly, I do not like oil and candles that much either. Do y'all stay in touch? Are you pen pals? Do you exchange Christmas presents? Is there pleasantries? Like, hey, how's your dick? I, 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 I don't know. I mean, because these girls are 12. They only know one daddy. They don't know your freakiness. Now you've exposed your freakiness to them? It's not gay in a three-way. <laughs> other dude gets butthole only. Uh, if the other guy did the sneaky Indian tour, he'd have, he'd have avoided the kids. Oh, they touched. Oh, God. Oh, that just worries me. God almighty. So, we, we, we yes, this guy's kind of a dick bag. All right. I, I can live with that. Last story today. I, I, I don't even know what to say. Um, but that's still a ways away. At 12, I would assume that he's bonded with him, right? Crushed velvet smoker's jacket. It's only gay if you push back and like it. All right, top plastic surgeries in the world. Now, if I'm to believe what I'm supposed to believe, and that is that there is this fucking gigantic run on being a trans, right? It's the cool, hip thing to do. So the top plastic surgeries. Now, I know probably nose and boobs are going to be up there. Um, uh, let's see. Number five, the sneaky Indian, when you put your hand over her mouth and stick in her ass and she screams and you flap your hand and make her the Indian cry, war cry. Uh, Eyelid surgery, okay? 115,000 procedures were done. Next one is the breast lift. Getting them bad boys pulled up a bit. 143,000 of those performed in America. Now, that's odd, because from what I understand, trans thing is the biggest thing happening out there. The tummy tuck, the old so famous tummy tuck, where it makes you seem not as fat as you really are. 161,000. Next one we got up, our boob jobs. It goes from 161,000 to almost 300,000 boob jobs were done in America last year. And the number one thing, it's got to be transitioning, right? No, in fact, it's liposuction. Wait, 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 wait. What about... What, what about reconstructive procedures? Okay, I got the top five ones of that, too. Scar revision, maxillofacal, lower face, breast reconstruction, hand surgery, and tumor removal. No trans stuff there. But, but, but if I'm supposed to believe the narrative, these people are everywhere and they're a part of us. Safety guy says, so that's 600,000 boobs, jalapeno. Isn't that weird? That's so strange when the truth comes out like that, isn't it? 
So weird. All right. Phone number 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Ready to feel old? No. Here you go. All these songs from 1983. 40 years old. Way older than classic rock.
855-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Uh, welcome back to the big show here on a Monday. Hey, I want to let want to thank Mikey um, and Braddy Kid. Braddy Kid got earlier tickets to the uh, Taylor Swift thing on Friday. And I, I put on social media that I was a- available to do the Mikey podcast Friday. And I, I did it, and it was fantastic. Um, go to Mikey's page, and, and you can see the whole thing there. We had a great discussion, awesome talk. Uh, he's he's organizing an event in December, and there's some sort of rumor going that I could be there. GoFundMe, maybe? I, I don't know, but you're going to have to go to the Mikey page and figure all that stuff out. Trash Pants says, listen to the Eliminator album so much with my dad driving up and down I-5 when it came out. It's hard to listen to ZZ Top for a while after he passed, but anything off that album always makes me think of him and how much fun just being a kid riding in a big old Peterbilt. Best childhood anyone could ask for until he passed in January of 84. The second half of childhood was pretty rough. After that, the music was amazing and helped me get through it. It is funny how how, how music does help you get through that stuff. Was that movie Concert the best sleep you ever had in your life? Uh, it, not too bad. Not too shabby. Got a couple of little naps in there. Not nearly long enough, but that's okay. Um, yes, all that music right there from 1983. All that music is 40 years old this year. By the way, thank you, Alicia, for making me feel old. Now, every every year I get this story about once or twice a year. And we talk about it because I, I, I like talking about this. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. And that's my old alcohol days. Um, hangover cure. Some say this remedy is the secret to relieving symptoms. Electrolyte drinks and IVs are really helpful or just hype. Expert weighs in. Can, can, I gotta get that. That, that, that drum beat and the yeah, 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 music. I, I, I forgot what I was supposed to get it from. Because uh, we, we, we got to sit around and wigwam here. But we, we got to sit around. We got to sit around casino style. Not call center style. Tell the truth. Okay? I, I enjoy doing these stories every year, but it, it, it's getting to be a bit much. Okay? It, it, if you are dreading a hangover, I'm going to give you the lamest remedy in the absolute world. If you want to avoid a hangover, don't fucking drink. Oh, you can take the beginning of Tatanka's theme for that sound. Somebody showed him in a mall the other day and somebody recognized him. I'm like, fuck, that's Tatanka now? I would never have recognized him. So all these different things, chugging sports drinks, electrolyte, power mix, uh, an IV. <clears throat> We've all had, look, look, when I, was, when I was in the height of my drinking, I had plenty of hangover cures. As I think we all have. My favorite one. Uh, was I would I would put my head in the shower and under cold water, let it run on my head for about 30 seconds, and then not towel off my head. And then I get a bag of of uh, Lay's barbecue potato chips, 
and eat those until my mouth was completely dry and then down to Dr. Pepper, and usually the hangover would be gone. It worked for me. Now, there is truly one cure, because do you know what a hangover is? Hunter's hangover cure is cocaine. Hunter's cure for a scabbed knee is cocaine. Hunter's cure for tax evasion and gun fucking fraud is cocaine. Wine racks won't cure a hangover, no? No, no, not the actual racks, no. A hangover is a withdrawal. Your body is withdrawing. Your body needs either water or alcohol in it. And uh, red and white. Oh, red and white. Red and white. I, I want to say thank you, first of all, for your donation last week. And uh, red and white, you have new walk-up music. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. Damn right you are. Good morning to you. This is a morning beer or five usually helped. Stackar says, I used to just open an 18-pack and hangover gone. Um, le- uh, in the immortal words of, uh, of Cal Naughton Jr. Bingo. Bingo. You're goddamn right. Because your body's craving the alcohol. Your body's like, we want that alcohol again. Now, I did, there's a lot of science that goes into it, and I just thought about this. You know, people always tell you, oh, drink a glass of water in between every drink, and, and you won't have a hangover. No, you'll have to piss like a fucking racehorse for about a week. Oh, eat a big old fatty meal. Either... You know, before you go to sleep or when you wake up in the morning. Now, I am never going to say no to a fatty meal. But I will say this. If you can get through the smell and wolf it down and keep it down without gagging because you don't want to eat anything, that could help. But I want you to think about what you what you ate. What you ate on the day of that caused you to get that, because your food and all that kind of stuff gets processed through your liver just where all the alcohol goes. Alcohol goes there a lot faster. So you got a bunch of shit in there already, and then you're putting alcohol in there. Well, it's going to take time for that liver to fucking get rid of all that shit, and the rest of your body's not going to be feeling good. Now, I'm not saying to go out and eat healthy. Hell, we used to fight. If we knew that we were going to drink, and here's another part of it. Another part of it is luck. Stackar, I know you're here. Were there times that you got really, really, really hammered and the next day you felt fine? I didn't get a hangover every time. There were plenty of times that I drank gobs. and it, it, my, my favorite story tells my New Year's Eve story. The, the night that I drank two bottles of Jack Daniels. Now, I was supposed to go to the Cotton Bowl the next day, but when the police pulled me out of the uh, hotel room at 2 in the morning by my belt buckle, my friends thought, oh, he's going to be too fucked up tomorrow to go. I went home. I went to sleep. I woke up the next morning. I felt great. Top of the world. And they, they I, and I'm glad I didn't go to the Cotton Bowl because that was the year Miami just beat the shit out of Texas. An Indian tradition is drink a cup of warm milk before bed. Supposed to help that uh, last thing. I went after a liter of liquor as milk. Yeah. Yeah, when I drank by Yeah, there are plenty of things. And it depends on what you drank, how much sugar's in there, all that kind of stuff. 
if you don't want, look, if you're afraid of getting a hangover, then just don't drink. Or don't drink that much, you pussy. I swear, we deserve better alcoholics today. When, when I hung my championship belt up over 26 years ago, I thought I was leaving the game in good hands. White claws, foo-foo drinks, energy drinks with alcohol. I didn't want energy when I drank. I wanted to get fucked up. You have pussified alcohol. Something I didn't think could be done. Take the two excedrins with a glass of water before bed. Maybe an electrolyte drink. If hungover, Sprite and soda crackers until feeling better. There you go. If that works for you, swoosh, perfect. I thought y'all just drank Cobra piss. Straight Fire says, that's what I heard too. <laughs> Straight up Cobra piss. It, it's tough to get them to go to the John though. Man, you got to follow around that Cobra all day long. The day I got out of prison, I had a fifth and a pint of Jack. No hangover. There you go. It See, it happens sometimes. It's just luck. There were plenty of times where I was like, oh, I'm going to pay for this tomorrow. And the next day, I was like, oh. And then there were times I was like, I didn't think I drank that much. And the next day, I'm fucking just dead. So there you go. If you don't want a hangover, don't drink. That's the, that's, that's the best cure I can give you. Gibby says, uh, I get off call tomorrow, and the bottle of bourbon in my pantry is starting to look real friendly. There you go. There you go. And more power to you. I'm not here to tell you. Look, look. I envy people that can still drink. My 30th birthday in Vegas was rough. Black tooth grin. Uh, look, look, look. I, 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 I wish I could socially drink. I wish I could drink responsibly. I wish, like Wednesday, going to the ball game. I'd love to have a beer at a ball game. I'd love to, but I know I can't. I know I can't. Because if I have one and there's no feeling there, then I'm going to have a second one. And by the way, it's only going to take like two and I'm going to be fucking hammered. And then I'm going to be like, well, you know, I had two. Nothing bad happened. I didn't drop dead. Well, let's have four. Because that's the way my brain works. Your brains don't work that way, and I, I, I envy you for your brains not working that way. Just the way it is. You're lucky you quit drinking early because hangovers get worse the older we get. That's what I hear. And fuck, alcohol is expensive. Jesus Christ. I remember spending five bucks on a 20-pack of Lone Star. Can't do that no more. Hell, Lone Star is over $10 now for a 20-pack. Lone Star. and that, that shit ain't no damn good. People would always ask me, why are you drinking that? Because it gets me fucked up and it's cheap. If I'm feeling all high and mighty, I'll get a nice bottle of wild turkey. If I, if I feel it, boy, that gets you hung over like a motherfucker off wild turkey. <whistles> Stick with Jack Daniels. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it is just expensive. It's crazy. I don't know how you could afford to be an alcoholic in today's world. Drinking straight rot gut. Jesus. Now, there are men in this world, and then there's this man. 
This is a fellow from Montana. And this is a guy that I wouldn't fuck with. This is a guy I would be like, okay, th- this is that guy. You just do not want to fuck with this guy. Rudy Norlander, he's 61 years old. He said he's looking forward to a root beer and reuniting with his Yorkshire Terrier, Sally, during a news conference at the University of Utah Hospital. Now, first of all, uh, we don't have root beer here, sir. We have Dr. Pepper. Um, you're asking, why, why was he doing a press conference in a hospital? Well, he was out hiking, I guess. Uh, he was helping two hunters track a deer last month. Okay, 55 miles from Yellowstone National Park. And while searching, he came across a bear. Didn't wipe it off either. The bear was guarding a deer carcass that they were looking for. Then found a much larger deer, claimed to be 10 feet tall, charging from behind a tree. With no time to reach for his bear spray, he tried and failed to shoot the animal. The bear... See, and, and once again, b- nature not your friend. The bear said, <laughs> and bit off the man's jaw. He bit off the man's jaw. The, 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 the damn bear said, I would like to rear up and jackknife my legs and kick you both in the fucking jaw with my foot bone. And I'm glad your husband died. Well, he didn't die. He was just. His jaw got ripped off by a bear. The 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 jaw the the bear just his jaw. If he was Rasta, he'd be pissed. And this guy lived to tell about it, and he's doing a press conference and leaving the hospital already. Now that's a man. I mean, he's all fucked up looking now. Please don't have video of the press conference because I I, I don't want to hear him talk. Oh, dear God. Things to avoid saying to him. Hey, man, keep your chin up. Now, if he has friends like me, they will get him a big old bag of jawbreakers. Only thing worse than the Jew bear is the jaw bear. He's immune to sweet chin music. Can he talk? Yeah, he can talk. He, he was at the press conference. They don't have video of it, but he was talking there. And he's looking forward to having a root beer. My jaw hit the floor with this story. You should go get a piece of iron and cut it into a human jaw trap. That would be awesome. Get him some gummy bears and a stuffed teddy. Oh, man. This story is jaw-dropping. Boy, he hates the three little pigs because they talk about the hair on their chinny-chin-chin. Who keeps the jaw, him or the bear? I would think the bear probably kept it. I'm not going to look for it. If he wants his jaw back, he can go get it. 
Uh, excuse me, Mr. Bear. Uh, I believe you have my jaw. Oh, shit, you ripped my arm off now. All right, well, I'll come back for that later. I'm going to go bleed out over here, wait for the uh, wait for the park rangers to get to me. Is he a huge jaw rule fan? Holy shit, he has a Popeye jaw now. No shit. Oh, you know the you know when he when he gets home, when he gets home, I'm just telling you right now. As soon as he walks in, or you know, as soon as he gets in the car, this is playing. If Samson was there, he'd kill the bear with the jawbone of that asshole. Grinning Barrett. Oh, shit. Uh, but he's on the road to recovery, whatever that means. He and motherfucker ain't got no damn jaw. The jawbone's connected to nothing. Okay, get rid of that story. Okay. Um... We, we, we got to take a little field trip here, ass family. No, I, I do not need your uh, parents' consent forms for this. We're all going to the Sunshine State. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. This is a story about high school teacher Joan Nadick. Joan Nadick has been seen on video and, oh, yeah, oh, good Lord. There's the video right there. Holy Jesus. Um, she was involved in an incident with a student. Hold on. Hey, uh, this is a, a terrible advertisement of people acting like they're on a date. Why would you take your date to this shithole? And then there's a guy sitting right behind you? Is he spanking it to you guys? Oh, we're in the kitchen area now. Good God almighty. The more I see about this story. Mm-mm-mm. Come on, get me the damn video. I don't care about working from all backgrounds. Fidelitycareers.com. There we go. There better be sound. Nope, no sound. Okay, there's a teacher. She's just walking to the classroom. Oh, here's a guy charges her. Boom! Takes her to the ground. Oh, he's stomping a mud hole in her. Now he's punching. Punching, punching. Left, right, left, right, 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 right to the spine. Good God Almighty! Good God! Staff, oh, he, he's continuing to kick her. He's heel kicking her now. She was violently attacked by student Brendan Deppa, who's six foot six, two hundred and seventy pounds, and has autism. You see, the reason why he went kind of berserko there was because he was in class and he was playing on his Nintendo Switch 
and the teacher did not want him playing on the Nintendo Switch and took it from him. Now they want to try the teenager who beat this woman senseless. And people are upset at the teacher. Because the teacher refuses to back a lighter sentence as he faces up to 30 years in prison. Ogre says, I knew it. Ban all autistic people. So, do you agree? Depa was charged as an adult. He's 17. Faces up to 30 years in prison for first-degree felony charge of aggravated battery. The teacher says she has no interest in mitigating what penalties he might face. So what do you do? Ask family, I'm asking you. I, 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 I dare I say. You make the call. If you're her, do you want to lessen the charges? an odd role for myself here. I'm going to play a liberal stupid. Uh, Straight Fire says, get your own switch, bitch. V. Coop says, if she takes your switch, punch out the bitch. I don't want any super tarred roaming the streets. Just because you're retarded doesn't mean you get a pass. I mean, look at the White House. Cowboys Girl says, not for him to go to prison, but a mental facility. Kale says, not fit to be in public. If he'd have sexed him up before her first outcome would have been different. No, I wouldn't want to retard the charges. 30 hard ones. Nope. It's hey, bye, dum-dum. Yeah, I mean, are we there? Are we there to say it? I mean, uh... Dummy! Yeah! Yeah! I heard he has two prior assault charges. Lock him up and throw away the key. I did not know that. Thank you. He can't get away with it, but he doesn't belong in prison. Probably not. Uh, I'd fight for him to go to a mental facility. Well, there aren't a lot of those anymore. Thanks to President Reagan shutting down a, a vast majority of the mental health uh, jails, if you will, because he does belong there. If he's smart enough to play with the Switch, then he can also smart enough to know when not to be playing with it. Sorry, enjoy your time in the pokey. Your Honor, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, my client has autism. He's functioning autistic. Sometimes he doesn't know the difference between right and wrong, especially if he's been playing a Switch fighting game. The truth of the matter is, if you don't want to throw him in prison, fine. Then you put him on home arrest. 
You put that ankle monitor on him. You keep him. Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This woman got beat within an inch of her life. And all she was doing was her job. This is, once again, the problem that we have. All these feelings. What did she do wrong? And if anybody says took away a switch, you're wrong. He shouldn't have the switch in class anyway. Do they allow video games in school now? Hell, I remember when I would have to hide my Walkman like a champ. And it still wasn't allowed. And if the teacher found it, the teacher took it. When, when, did, when did that stop? Did that stop in schools? Because I don't have no kids, so I don't know this shit. But, you know, when you brought some contraband to school, whatever it was, comic book, dirty magazine. You got brought a dirty magazine, you're getting in a lot of trouble. But look, look, we'll just throw that up there. A yo-yo because you have no friends. A whoopee cushion. And what would happen when you got caught by the teacher? The teacher would confiscate it. Now, I never wanted to go up and lay a fucking the lay the wood to a fucking teacher because she took my damn whoopee cushion. Well, that's because you know the difference between right and wrong. And I would imagine that this young man does too. Charge the parents too. My client shouldn't be in jail. He's mentally retarded. He should be in Congress. Oh, you know they're going to get a jury full of bleeding heart chicks who think with their heart. Oh, absolutely they are. Hey, I look, man, I, I, I feel for the kid to be born with this. That sucks. Once again, though, everybody's got a story. The more we all gravitate towards that, I think the the smarter that we can get as a society. Uh, So his dad says, good morning, Arnie. I know you're just uh, regurgitating what the left says, but Reagan did not shut down mental institutions. The previous administration started it, and by the time Reagan was in office, it was too late. Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Stinkfist says, how would Carol O'Connor defend him in court? He was a retard. Oh, that's not the right one. He's retarded. That one right there. He's retarded. 6-6-270. Man. And you know they're known for their strength. Not 6-6-270 not people. I'm talking about, you know, you know the strength I'm talking about. There's old man strength, and then there's, well, I'll just say retard strength. And almost everyone has a butthole. Yeah. I mean, 6'6", 280? Have him on the damn football field. This is a Division One prospect. With the hit he laid that teacher out with, hell yeah. I'd take him. I would take him on the Longhorns. Keep him in the pen right next to Bevo. That's right. I just said I would keep. Before Fox News gets a hold of this, I would keep a person 
who was on the spectrum in a pen next to livestock. I said that. And by the way, I said it for comedic purposes because it's absolutely funny. Turned him into Bobby Boucher, right? You can't tell me that Bobby Boucher wasn't on the spectrum. All right, we got one more story from Florida here. We have another prospect for the blindside family. This is a story uh, about Callie Robinson. She's 28 years old, and she lives in a mobile home park in Florida. Boy, that's when you know you've hit it, right? You've hit rock bottom. When you move into that trailer park in Florida, it doesn't get much. I guess a trailer park in Mississippi would be worse. But cliche-wise, a trailer park in Florida is pretty awful. Callie Robinson's walking her dog through the St. Petersburg mobile home lot when she and an elderly man began arguing. The report says the man would always speak with her while she walked her dog. But this time, he reportedly said something that made Miss Robinson upset. She was so upset that when she grabbed an unsecured bag of dog feces, oh, I said it. Oh, I said it. Feces! Feces! She grabbed a bag of unsecured dog uh, dog feces and shoved it across the man's face, leaving feces, feces, feces smeared on the man's face. She's then accused of tossing the bag on the ground and storming off. She ultimately admitted to the unusual crime after police matched the doggy bag to those doggy bags Robertson had in her possession. She was charged with battery of a person over 65, a third-degree felony, and she has pled not guilty to the charges. I'd be worried about Bevo if he took that kid's switch, though. Oh, Bevo would treat him like he treated Ugga. Sun Valley mocks Florida trailer parks. Very true. Skid mark. Mobile home in Florida listing the Nickelback, Kid Rock, and Adele. Oh, God damn you, swoosh. Hello, it's me. I was wondering no. if after all no. these years you'd like I would to rather be. throw poop on your stage. Don't get shit-faced in an argument. That's an all-time low. Assault with a smelly weapon. I mean, you rub dog poop in a dude's face because he made you mad? (laughs) See, this is where I like the Middle Eastern world. I want some eye for an eye justice. You know what I want to do? This is what I want to do. If if that was me and I was the old man and I got to pick her punishment, I would want to poop in my own hand. That's right, I said it. I ain't taking it back. I would rather poop in my own hand and then wipe that on her face. That's what I want to do. You're gonna you you you, you, you 
You're going to rub poop in my face? Oh, uh-uh. Uh, See, this is, you know, the, she is Palestine. She rubbed a little bit of doggy doo-doo in this guy's face. Now, this guy's Israel, and he is going to bring, he is going to go to a fucking Mexican buffet and load up. She was charged with assault. Oh, my gosh. And he's 76. What could he have said? How old was she? 28? Oh, I imagine the word colored was probably in there. Maybe the phrase, you people. He's 76. I know that's not really an excuse for being a... Some people would say, rainy. My neighbor's dog pooped on my yard again. I was so over it, put it in a bag and put it in my neighbor's porch to come home to. Hell, I would have set it on fire and knocked on their door. Fuck them. Uh, Staying in the animal world here. Guys, when when you, you remember when you're 20s and 30s, some of you still go to nightclubs. Let's go back in time. Tally. You're in the club. You're dancing. And your sole purpose in that club, my sole purpose was to get hammered drunk. Your purpose is to get laid, right? And this is why women have it always easier than men. Because a woman and her girlfriends, her little gal pals, they can all go out and they can say, I'm going to get laid tonight. And each and every one of them will get laid. Now, you got a group of five guys, and those five guys go, we're going to go out tonight and get a laid. Maybe, maybe two, possibly three of the five could make it happen, but I think the number's closer to two. And if you're always in that group of guys that doesn't get it, you know, the Arnie's of the world, just remember this. Female frogs will fake their own deaths to get out of having sex with male frogs. Boy, they really have headaches. A new study shows that female frogs use even more extreme tactics when they're not in the mood. What, do they, like, show, like, like are they in their, their turtle house and, like, the, the lady turtle has hung herself? Research from the Evolution Biodiversity Science found that female European common frogs will roll and grunt when approached by an unwanted male. Fucking American females will roll, will, will grunt and moan. <laughs> Stinkfist says it's confirmed. My wife is part frog. A third of females will even fake their own deaths to avoid it. Just laying there acting dead. Uh... Fuck, some of them frogs ain't going to care. You got some fucking deviant frogs there. You got frogs from the hood. Frogs from the hood come up and go, I don't care. Thing's still cold-blooded. Hasn't warmed up yet. The lady frogs don't like it. 
and they'll fake it. Now, now that's one I can say that nobody's ever done that to me. To get out of going on a date or something with me, nobody's ever faked a death. I think because they realized I'd figure it out. Like when you called and said, hey, I died. Oh, okay, so I guess we're not going out tonight? Yeah. Is that how frogs get raped? Sadly. Sadly, yes. The, them playing, you know, it, it, we, we don't know too much, too much about the frog world. The frog world. Even though we probably do know everything there is to know about the frog world. Um, it's a great question to ask. Is that how frogs get raped? Well, teaching moment here. Um, they're frogs. I don't care. I don't care if a frog is raped. Okay, I, I, why, why are we doing... Once again, why are we not curing cancer? Why don't we have that magic weight loss pill? Why don't we have flying cars? That one I'm kind of glad we know because the way you idiots drive. But no, we instead figure out that lady frogs fake their own deaths to avoid sex. And are male frogs just like males in general? They're always ready to get it on. Lady Frog looks at a fella. Is that an umbrella in your skin, or are you just happy to see me? And then the frog goes, Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. What's the conversation? You feeling froggy? Female frog croak. Croak, literally. Glad we're studying this. That makes me very happy. Thank you, tax dollars, for working for me. Because I always wondered, you know, do, do female frogs like to do it? Now, ask family. I'm not very proud of this story. This is the last story of the day. This one might haunt you because the image has haunted me. Now, this is a story about a bloke down in the world's Florida. Um, and he, he filmed this, uh, the video captioned martial arts are for everyone, even kangaroos, um, rushing to save his distressed pet. The man heard cussing at the kangaroo saying, I'm going to punch you in the head. Here we go. Here's the video. That's not the video. That's some sort of go-kart ad. Uh. Right now, male frogs are running around acting like Pepe Le Pew. Do they still pay, play Pepe Le Pew? Here we go. I'm punch your f***ing head in. Look at my dog. Oh, man. Did, did, did it knock him out? Man's fighting a kangaroo in the in the river. And this, this kangaroo is swole. It looked like he did some time. He probably did some burpees with the essays. Now, the disturbing part of this entire video is the first picture you see. And they say that the kangaroo is trying to drown the dog. Well, I'm going to say... 
And the picture that I just put up is the first time I've ever put up rape bestiality because I believe in my heart of hearts that this dog is being anally violated by a kangaroo. Just look at the picture. He's doing it doggy kangaroo style. The dog doesn't look to be in so much distress. Dog's like, hey, this is new. Mm. That kangaroo's like, you want me to put my sack on your ass? This is disgusting. And once again, leave it to the world's Florida. They have kangaroo rapists. The dog likes it rough. Kangaroo rapers or rapist kangaroos. How to avoid threatening a kangaroo. Hold on a second here. I got one, two, three, four, five, five things here. How to avoid a kangaroo. Do not let your dog approach a kangaroo. Kangaroos will vigorously demand themselves against, defend themselves against dogs. Do not move between a female and her joey. That's her baby. Can't just say baby. You, you got to call it a joey. It's a baby. Yeah, exactly. Safety guide. That thing looks like it's sexual. Don't go near male kangaroos that are sparring, fighting, or showing off the size and strength to each other. But these are all fucking awesome. They, every, every single one of these I could have played. Duh. Do not stand up tall, stare, or hold your arms outwards towards a kangaroo. And do not walk directly towards a kangaroo. Duh. Here you go. There's, they, they left one out. They left one out. How to avoid threatening a kangaroo. Don't go to fucking Australia. Get these kangaroos walking around all jacked up on fucking test and fucking red dye number six. They're out in the outback and they're doing fucking burpees and they're lifting their prison weights there, getting tatted up by the indigenous people there. Then they roll into town because they got a taste for dog, and I don't mean eating. Well, not that kind of eating, if you know what I mean. That's doggy roo style. Didgeridoo, don't do that. Now you got these these thug these thug kangaroos coming in, flexing all up on everybody, wearing wife beaters, and they're raping dogs. I mean, the only thing that, that, that I can that's like going to a club. You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you think is going to happen at a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs. Yeah. There are women there, and, uh, and then people have guns. So, yeah. anyway, go ahead. And kangaroos like to rape dogs. There you go. That's what happens. If you, if you go to Australia, you will see a dog raped by a kangaroo. I promise. That does it for us today, Ask Family. Thank you so much for being here. Covered Bridge Festival in Indiana. Thank you for being a part of today's show. Hit up 4T5Printing.com immediately. Immediately. If you're walking around right now out there at the Covered Bridge Festival going, do I need do, do I need that really cool T-shirt? The answer is yes. Okay. 
By the way, speaking of T-shirts, we have a new feature starting tomorrow here on the Arnie State Show. Tomorrow's Tuesday. We will be back same time, same Arnie channel. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So have a glorious Monday, ass family. And adios, everybody, from 1983. is outside waiting to arrest him.